Hello, everybody. This is the House of Darkner, and welcome to a nice, nice Wednesday morning for some real talk about Captain Marvel's new trailer. Now, it came out Monday, and I was going to do it Monday because it was okay. For you guys who don't know, we were waiting for we're waiting for a few trailers. Um, there is the obviously the Captain Marvel one that, that, just, that dropped Monday night, and now. And today was supposed to be Avengers four, and but because there's been it's been delayed and it's been pushed to Friday morning, which is fine. And now we're getting Spider Man's trailer is also happening Saturday. So the thing was, I was going to sit down and focus on today. Was going to focus on Avengers four and Captain Marvel because they are actually hand in hand. Because Captain Marvel is going to lead into Avengers four because she's one of the main characters for Avengers four, and she's going to be one of the reasons why they win the battle against. Thanos in Avengers 4. She's one of them. So that's why I was going to do both of them. But because of the delay, I just couldn't sit down and not talk about Captain Marvel specifically. And so I have to, I mean, we're, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that this morning. Uh, yeah, it's morning. And uh, and uh, let's get to it. So r right out the gate, before we get into the, the trailer, first of all, the trailer's fantastic. We got all kinds of stuff happening in the trailer. So, but, um... I just, I just want to address, <laughs> this is what I hate about the internet sometimes, because people can be kind of rude, but and, and I feel like they forget stuff, and I mentioned this in a previous episode when the first one dropped. People are like, man, she doesn't seem to have much personality, blah, 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 she's dry, blah, 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 she's bland, pay attention to the story arc they're telling you, she doesn't have her memory. So how who if you don't remember who you are, you're not gonna have much of a personality. And when you come to when you come to find out, and I kinda already figured out in the first from the first trailer that the creep picked her up, brainwashed her. Now whether we whether we know the accidents wiped her memory or the Cree wiped her, either way the Cree has been playing a part in keeping her there. Because she is she is we, we we've confirmed she is part Cree, because they had talked about in an interview that they were gonna make her part Cree. You know, and that's and we knew that. So it's feel like that they're using that as a way to keep her as part of their agenda, or especially Ronan's agenda, because Ronan the Accuser is in charge of the Star Force team in the movie. And for those who don't know who the Star Force team are, they're the elite Kree warriors that protect the Empire. So, uh, so it doesn't surprise me that they would brainwash, not only just brainwash, but also wipe her memory so they can continue to use her and her abilities for the for the agenda of the Kree Empire, especially during the Kree slash Skrull uh, war that's happening at this point, so it makes sense that she would not have much of a personality since most of it has been wiped from her memory. So I wish people will remember that. The second thing I I, I do appreciate this. I'm gonna say I appreciate the fact that they did put it in the trailer, the second trailer. They didn't have to because I already knew. So in the first trailer, if you guys don't remember, there's a scene the scene where she's on the subway and she punches the old lady in the face. And people are like, oh! And I remember there's a meme about that about that scene. And it, at the bottom it shows the guy in glasses and hair and it, say, and it says, peasants. And it says Marvel fans. I laughed because I knew why she punched the old lady in the face because the old lady was a scroll. For those who don't know who the scroll are, Go back to one of my previous episodes. I don't remember which one it is. I have to go back and find it. But if you don't know, I'll tell you now. 
The Skrull is an alien race who has the ability to take the form of anybody they're around. Now, there also are the elite Skrull that have the ability to uh, have powers, like Super Skrull, the one who has the powers of the Fantastic Four. Those are a completely different ball of wax, and I don't know if they're going to show themselves in this movie. They might, they might not. But no, not during this Kree Skrull invasion. Yeah, they might, they might, they might. But uh, so the fact that in the beginning of this trailer they show that this old lady is not a normal old lady, that's fine. You didn't have to. We knew in the movie it was going to reveal itself that it was going to be a scroll. I knew. Most of the Marvel fans knew. So I think they did it for more for the people who didn't know why she punched the old lady in the face. I think that's what that was for. We already knew, but that's okay. I appreciate it. I appreciate the, 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 the gesture. I appreciate it a lot. Um... So one of the things I, I loved about this trailer is the fact is that uh, her head, her helmet, that's like a trademark thing for her as Captain Marvel that uh, it took me a minute to get used to because I loved Carol and her long hair. Now, granted, Brie Larson's hair is kind of long in this one. Not as long as Carol's is in the comics, but when she became Captain Marvel, she cut it into that, that faux hawk look. And so in the move, so in the comics, when she wears her headpiece, you got the faux hawk piece looking thing going on with her head, with her helmet. So they kind of, they show that and it looked really good. I'm not going to lie. When you see her in action with it on, it looked really good. I was like very pleased by that. I was like, wow, that's really sick. I actually liked that a lot. So uh, the memory loss thing is actually comic book accurate. Granted, she lost her memory fighting uh, the Kree. No, well, she fought Young Rog, who is played by Jude Law. Jude, we have confirmed in, and I think I mentioned in a previous episode, that Jude Law, Jude, Jude Law, wow, just saying both their names together, Jude Law is playing Young Rog, who is uh, a Cree loyalist, who is literally like, he's, uh, is, he's just like running a who would do anything for the Cree Empire, but even like committing genocide and all kind of craziness. And at the, in the comic books, and, I, and if you guys didn't know this, in the comic books, he actually had a part in Marvel being pretty much being stuck on Earth. For those who don't know Marvel, Marvel is also a Kree uh, warrior who, and in a fight to to kill Marvel, gave Carol her powers in the comics. Now, granted, there is going to be an explosion. Looks like in the in the in the trailer, there is still going to be an explosion, but it triggers her Kree blood in her. Because for those, if you look at the trailer, you see that she's she her nose is bleeding and it's blue. That's Cree blood. So it's going to show that she is part Cree. What? Why it's, it reveals itself at that moment? Maybe it's because of the explosion. I think it's because of the explosion it activates that part of her DNA. Now her now her body is changing because of that. Because you know, obviously as a kid, she must have have had nosebleeds or cut herself so it's, or you know scraped knees. Kids do that. So the fact that she's this is like her first realization, her blood is blue, goes to show that maybe the explosion that's going to happen in the movie triggers that, and and now her body's going drastic, going through drastic changes and being more Cree than human, or Earthling at least. So that's going to be interesting. I'm very curious to see about that. I, I would like to know more about how that happens. Uh, we also have a reveal that they that they do a little more to keep her to get her powers up to snuff because it shows like a blood transfusion that they're going to give her maybe it's because she got hurt really bad in the explosion i don't i we like i said we got we have we have just bits of that scene so i'm very curious to see what happens with that uh one of the thing i do like about uh 
they have they have the Quinjet. They have early model Quinjet in this movie. Yay! Because when I when they when there's a, you know the scene in the in there you, you they go into this plane they start flying off. I'm like, wait a minute, that's early model Quinjet. I'm like Quinjet Mark One. I'm like, all right, all right. So I love it. It's it's just pointing to early Shield tech. You know what I mean? To what it is now at this point since like since Infinity War because the Quinjets are way different in, now in Infinity War. They're a similar model, but like way better. So I like the fact that they're kind of showing they're they're they are they're uh, connecting the dots. You know what I mean? They're they're showing that yeah, everything's connected. It's not even though this movie is taking place in the nineties, it's still uh, it's still connecting everything that happened at its current place right now in the MCU. So I do appreciate that little bit of a of a nod. And uh, I and I will get to the cat. I will get to the cat in a minute because I was I was. First, I'm going to just say real quick, when I saw the cat in the trailer, I'm like, who's the cat? Who is that cat? What is that cat doing? I was like, I was like, I had, that cat has to be somebody. You don't just put a cat in a movie, and then you give him a name tag, and he's talking to Samuel Jackson like they're buddies. You can't just, you don't just do it. You don't just do it. So, I, and so I did find out what, who the cat is, but I'm going to tell you who the cat is afterwards. So, um... One of the things that I, I saw that I really appreciated. Oh, I, <laughs> so someone on the internet was like, "Man, I like the picture. I like the look of uh, Captain Marvel in her in her in her new colors." But I don't know why she changed colors. Look, my man. Uh, this is why, and I get it. And and story wise, I understand why. Because here's the thing. She as a character, and we're already. And, and the thing is, this is kind of a clear indication in the movie already. When she didn't have her memories, all she knew herself as was a Kree warrior. She was part of the Star Force team. She was for the Kree. She was all about the Kree. So what was she wearing? Kree colors. You know what those colors are? They're straight up green. You see it in the uniform. You see it. That, and that's what she's in her armor. That's what it looks like literally majority of the time. So eventually, her uh, once she starts giving her memory back and starts realizing that the Kree were lying to her, and that who she was in the past, and part of it, what she was in the past, is she was Air Force. Uh, she actually was part in the comic book. She was part of the NASA project. I think they're going to show that in this movie because they did show a scene of her in space. So it's a good chance that she did become part of a, a NASA project where she did go in space with a very specific work on a prototype ship, which is part of what she crashes in. Uh, from the like the Kree fighting the scroll in that moment, so we we're going to have that. So. It, but so that's her connection, you know, to her life. So by her changing her colors of her uniform to those of the Air Force, it's her revealing who she really is. So it's all it's all aesthetic. It's aesthetics, but it's story aesthetics. So I, I understand why she's doing it, and it's gonna be sick. For those who are not familiar with with uh, Captain Marvel, first of all, I know people are like, well, for those who are in the comments, like, well, aren't we getting Ms. Marvel instead of Captain Marvel? You know why? And this is, I think, why it's just easier. Because in order to, in order for her, here's it, in order for her to be Ms. Marvel to Captain Marvel, Marvel has to be alive. Now, we don't know if Marvel's in this movie or not. For those who know, don't know who Marvel is, he was the original Captain Marvel before Carol took over the mantle. Granted, there's other people who, the, the mantle Captain Marvel has passed around in, in, the, in the Marvel Universe. Marvel was not the first one. Yeah, I want to say that right. I, I'm trying to think. I should, I should look that up before I get get kicked in the teeth. I got in trouble last time when I misquoted something. Let me let me look real quick, because I know uh oh uh, her friend 
daughter ended up becoming Captain Marvel, uh, Rambo's daughter. And so, yeah, right now it's just, it, it just right now it's just Carol. Yeah, Monica Rambo became. So yeah, there are other. I mean, there are other Mar- uh, Marvels. I can't remember the order though. But they are all. Oh, I forgot she had a sword. So there's Phyla Vell, who was um, was who's Captain Marvel. She had a sword. I forgot about that. That was sick. So I can't remember who had it first. I think it was Marvel had it. Then he died. And then it passed down to the other ones. I'm trying to remember. There's, there's an order to it, but I can't remember the order. So there's at least there's been, so okay. So there's at least two other uh, Captain Marvels before. I want to say it's after Marvel because there's Marvel, there's Genus Vell, and then there's Philavel. So I feel like that's the order, and I'm trying to remember who's who in that situation. Uh, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I was right, okay, I was right. Marvel was the first, because uh, I had to remember because it was Marvel, and then when he died in the comics, his son took over, and then when he died, his daughter took over, and then she died. <laughs> so now. Carol is the current Captain Marvel, and it's just, it's just one of I, like like I said, we don't know if Mar if Marvel's gonna be in this movie because we haven't seen. We thought Jude Law was Marvel, and we're wrong, and he's another he's another Creed character who actually who who tried to kill Marvel in the comics. So we don't know if Marvel's gonna be in the movie, but if he's not, that's also why we're gonna get Captain Marvel because it's just easier. I think it's just easier. She's already got the suit and everything. It's just easier and and. And to be honest, in order for her to be, go from Ms. Marvel to Captain Marvel, you need more than one movie, which makes sense to me. You, and you're not, you're not going to, you know, right now between the way things are going with with her and Avengers 4, just put her to Captain Marvel right out the gate. Just do it. Just do it so we can, so we can have her beat up Thanos. It just makes sense to me. Besides, uh, you know, as Captain Marvel, she's like, Nah, I would say she's way stronger. She when she was binary, she was pretty pretty on point. For those who don't know, speaking of binary, okay, that's that's one of the other things I wanted to talk about. Um, was that her power up look in the movie? Like in the first trailer, you saw her power up, or her her eyes, her hair, everything. That's binary power. She went binary. So for those who are not familiar who binary is. I did and didn't know binary. I mean, I kind of do. I kind of don't. I kind of do. I, I kind of don't. So what happened was, in the comics, Carol was kidnapped by the Brood, and they put her through some some experiments which augmented her, her, her genetics, which augmented her powers, and she became this cosmic being known as binary. And so... So it was literally... She became super powerful... She can. I mean, she did all. Because if you go look at her powers, this is powers when she was binary, powers when she's not binary. Because when she was binary, this girl can fly in space. And like she can go faster than she was like speed of light. She can breathe in space. I mean, she did all kinds of stuff in. And now, and in the comics now, she did get some of her binary powers back. Um, because she did eventually lose them. And. uh she ended up losing some of her bin- her binary powers, 
but she but she ended you know she ended being Ms. Marvel after that because she wasn't Ms. Marvel right. She was Warbird. Here's the order: she was Warbird at first, and then she was then she was binary. Then she became Ms. Marvel. I, I think that's how it works. Yeah, she was she was binary. No, she was Warbird first. Then she went from Warbird to binary. Or I feel like maybe she was. I think she was Warbird. Then she was Ms. Marvel, and then when the then no, that's what it was. She was Warbird. Then she went, became Ms. Marvel, and then when the when the Brood kidnapped her and messed with her powers, she became binary. Eventually, she lost her binary powers and became Ms. Marvel again. And then she became Captain Marvel after the war with the X-Men. Because there was an X-Men versus Avengers comics where they were fighting the Phoenix Force. And because of her, her love for Marvel, because Marvel died again, he was resurrected and died sacrificing himself for the Kree's planet and saving people from the Phoenix Force. She decided to take on the mantle because at first they people wanted her to take the mantle of Mar- uh, Captain Marvel before she didn't want to, but after the whole thing with the the Phoenix Force and fighting the X Men and stuff, she decided to be Captain Marvel, well, like officially. So that's why she's Captain Marvel, you know, in the comics. Uh, it's just I don't know why she's gonna be called Captain Marvel in the movie. We'll find that out. That's if, that's if they even call her Captain Marvel in the movie because. No one calls Wonder Woman Wonder Woman in the in the movies. They just call her Diana. So you know we we'll we'll see what happens if she's even called Captain Marvel in the movies. Maybe they'll just still just call her Carol or something like that. So we'll see. And plus, since Marvel doesn't seem like he's in the movie, we may not even may may not even give a legitimate reason to call her Captain Marvel in the movie, except for the fact we know her as Captain Marvel because of we're fans. So that may not even be a thing. But at least we know. In the comic books, you know why she was became Captain Marvel instead of being Miss Marvel. In in the at least in the comics, in the, so into the movies, so so at one point in her in the comics, she lost her memory because she was fighting Yun Ra, who didn't die. He was doing all kinds of like Earth ending mess or universe ending stuff, and she fought him and she saved pretty much saved the universe. But because of it, she got severely injured and lost her memory. So, because of that, I can see why. So, they took that idea from the comics and put it in the movie. They just put it earlier in her in her storyline, which is fine because it, it, it makes it for a more interesting story. And I just can't wait for her to go binary. She is so powerful as binary. And when she became Captain Marvel, she got some of her binary powers back. And I was, I'm super excited. And I can't wait. And y'all don't even understand how excited. I mean... When she goes binary, and then she's like, she's oh, she looks so good. Her hair's floating. She's like, it's like on fire, and then she powers down. It's so y'all don't understand how excited I am to see that. You don't, y'all don't understand. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good because I saw it. I'm like, oh, she's going binary. You know, you know, people in there, you know, my wife, my kids, like, what? I'm like, okay, look. <laughs> I try to explain it to them. It's so good, and she and and. And in the movie, she's talking about, I'm going to end the war. Here's the thing. The Kree scroll invasion happened on Earth. But the Fantastic Four were the ones who stopped it. And since the Fantastic Four is not in the MCU at this moment, Captain Marvel has to do it, which is fantastical. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. I'm so, I'm so excited to see. And we get to see why Ronan defected. Because if we remember our first introduction to Ronan the Accuser, 
was in Guardians, where he was working for Thanos to get the Space Stone? Space Stone. Space Stone. Either, it's either, yeah, Space Stone. Because Power was the one in Dark World. Yeah, Space, yeah, Space Stone. So, I am curious to see, because his gear is completely different from what he was in Guardians to, you know, when you go backwards to... Then, like here in Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, he looks like Ronan the Accuser. They're full of Kree gear and armor and stuff like that. And then in Guardians, he looks like an angry, like, zealot, you know. So it's, there's a clear, there's a, you know, people like, and that's the thing too. I think when people, when, when Ronan the Accuser first appeared in Guardians, people, I don't like the way he looks. He doesn't look like he did in the comics. Where's just Kree armor? Well, there's clear indication he's not working for the Kree because he's working for Thanos. So, but that was a clear indication in the first movie. It was like, well, why is he working for Thanos? I don't know. We just know that he is. And for those who know much more a lot about the Kree, they're super, 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 super loyalists and super into the Kree Empire, all about the Kree Empire. So the fact that he defected, and Run and Accuser always had a bad habit of defecting. <laughs> he was so into himself. I just, if anyone read comics with Ronan or watched any of the animated series that Run and Accuser or read books with him in it, oh, or, or just any accuser in general they're oh man those guys are super arrogant but so i am curious to see what's going to happen to where he decides he no longer wants to be part of the kree empire maybe he was maybe he was like demoted or dismissed or thrown out or exiled or something and then thanos picked him up we don't know we don't know yet because the movie's not out yet so so that's a that's also an interesting thing too because he takes um what's his name karath i think his name is karath and he was also in the first Guardians movie. He He's a, in the first scene with Star-Lord going after the orb that before you find out that it's actually an Infinity Stone. And so, clearly, there's a reason why uh, Karath went with Ronan and they went and started working for Thanos. And I'm hoping they get, that gets, you know, dealt with in the movie so we can find out. Just to close that, to close that, you know connect that dot that's all we need doesn't have to be super crazy doesn't have to be super elaborate but enough to go like okay that's why that's why he did what he did or left or whatever it is so i think it's going to be fantastical what stuff do i want from uh this movie well i i i'm getting everything i want from this movie <laughs> i just i can't wait but i can't wait to see how cool her powers are. We already got like a glimpse of her fighting in space, you know, taking on the Kree and probably the scroll because like I said, the war Ronan and Accuser was so determined to eliminate the Kree or excuse me, the scroll in general, it, it makes sense why some of them literally went to Earth and took refuge on Earth. But that's also where you know, now you're getting the Kree scroll war on Earth. And so like I said, to have Captain Marvel there to pretty much prevent that is fantastic. And to her, for her to go binary makes sense in this movie because she's going to be taking on Thanos in the next movie, which is literally a couple of months away. So she has to be at her strongest. And Ms. Marvel, or Carol, excuse me, Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers was at her strongest when she went binary. So, yes, 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 yes. And we're talking about all kinds of powers when she was binary. So we, it's going to be so cool to see her throw down she looks so good already she looks here's the thing when they show that once even if they didn't show her go completely binary the one scene where she's in her you know the, 
they're on a mission. It's clear they're on a mission. The Star Force team's on a mission because they show her blasting probably some scroll, and she has her helmet on. So I saw that. I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> I was like, I'm in. We're good. We're good. Now, I would love to see Monica, who was Photon, who ended up being Captain Marvel at one time. Now she's Spectrum. I think that's what she's called now. She's Spectrum now. Uh, to show up in the MCU. That'd be really cool to see her in a movie with Carol, like, handling business. Maybe that'll happen. I'm hoping maybe that's, like, we'll get another Captain Marvel movie and her and and and, and Spectrum can start kicking people in the teeth. That'd be sick. Uh, well, for those who don't know who Monica is, Marina Ram- Maria Rambo, which you see in the trailers, is, like, her friend who's, who's named Photon, and she's the other pilot that does the hang loose thing. The Hawaii hang loose in the, this current trailer. That's the mother of the current of uh, in the comic books, Monica, who is uh, has her own powers, and her name is Spectrum. She was started as Photon, and then she took over as Captain Marvel for a bit, and now she's currently known as Spectrum. And I would love to see her handling some business. It'd just be really cool to see her and Carol kick people in the face, and and. Uh, use their cosmic powers to literally just just this this I think I, I feel like I really really feel that um phase four is gonna be more cosmic than anything because now you're, you're introducing I mean I don't say I think some stuff's gonna stay on earth but I feel like this is introducing some cosmic stuff to it if we didn't already with um with guardians I feel like because if we're if if Captain Marvel, it was implied that Captain Marvel might be spearheading the Avengers at this point. We're we're gonna be dealing. Excuse me. We're gonna be dealing with a lot more bigger than life characters if we haven't already. I mean, Thanos is pretty big, and I think that's what I want to talk about. Like in the next episode, is like what other really bigger than life characters can they use use in the MCU? And um, you know, as villains and stuff like that. I was like, there's so many, and they're probably and there was implying that in. Avengers 4, they're going to be introducing a new threat. Not just Thanos. There's another one, and it's cosmic. And they said it might be a Nihilus. Or there's rumors it might be a Nihilus. I don't know if that's true. But if it is true, it's going to be really cool. Because now, you, now you're opening the door to all these other kind of villains that are from space. You know, and like I said, with the, with the Eternals coming out in 2020, you're opening, you know, and, 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 and the Eternals, which means you're going to be introducing the Celestials. The Celestials are the space gods. You're opening the door for all kinds of characters showing up in this in the MCU, and so it's going to be really cool. So, I, I I've committed. I said I was going to tell you what I what, about uh, Carol's cat. So Carol has a cat, and I got I got I'm, I'm looking up for you guys. Uh, so apparently, in the movie. The cat in the movie is named Goose. However, in the in the comics, she had a cat named uh, what's the cat's name? I forget what the cat's name. I had it too. The cat's name is, and apparently, it's supposed to be a connect. It's supposed to be connecting to something from the old Captain Marvel comics or something like that 
Oh, no, that's what it was. So supposedly they're named him Goose because it's a reference to Top Gun, which, by the way, is getting a sequel. Those who didn't know that. But uh, in, the, in, the, in the comics, her name, the cat's name was Chewy. But they, they changed the name to Goose because yeah, I, I, to make an Air Force reference, I guess. I guess, I guess that's what it's for. And so, but there was a reveal in the comics that, that Chewie uh, was an alien. And the only reason they found out is because Rocket Raccoon revealed it, that it was an alien. And it, it, it's, apparently it's called a Flurkin, which is like a giant squid monster. It looks like, it literally is a giant squid monster. I mean, it's literally what it is. And uh, it, I, I'm looking at the picture. It's kind of gross. Like the cat opens his mouth and a giant squid monster comes out. It's gross. And, uh, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, you have to see this picture. This literally is, a, you see an orange tabby open its mouth and a giant squid monster comes out. And apparently, apparently Chewie doesn't, like, it's not a bad guy. In the comics, it's just a cat that's loyal to Carol, and apparently, she even helped the alien cat get its babies to a safe place. And so now the cat's like loyal to uh, Captain Marvel, even though it's a giant squid monster under some fur and a tail, which is funny and gross. It's very gross. But but we don't know what form it's going to take in the movie, and whether or not if you or whether or not it, it, it's even a alien in the movie. But people are theorizing because I, we've, we are hoping that this movie will explain what happened to Fury's eye in the movie. We got a close call because he got stitches on his eyebrow, so he got hit with something. It was probably when they chased down the first scroll on the subway. But after that, we want to see. But it's like, wonder if this movie is going to give us why he lost his eye. So we're going to see. And is it going to be because a goose ends up being a crazy squid monster in disguise? We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. But that's the reveal. Because I knew the cat was something significant because there was too much energy to put this cat in here and name it Goose and all that stuff. There's too much energy into it. But so that that's the that's the breakdown. That, or at least that's some of the stuff I saw that I appreciated, and I, I did look up some stuff because I was like, what's with this and what's with this and what's with this? So what you guys are looking forward to when it comes to Captain Marvel? Are you looking forward to seeing her, you know, go full full binary, start blowing up stuff? Do you want to see her growth as a character from being this, this emotionless, lack of personality, Kree soldier to an actual person who remembers that she had a life on Earth? Do you want to see what happens to Nick Fury and how he loses his eye? Are you looking forward to seeing young Phil Coulson running around putting bullets in people? Or do you want to see Goose, this orange tabby, turn into a weird squid monster and start eating people? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, what do you want to see? What do you want to see? What do you look forward to? What makes what what about this trailer made you excited the most? Other than the fact that you know Brie Larson is doing a really good job uh, with this character so far. These are just trailers so far. And everything looks good still. Everything looks fantastical. And I'm just like, this looks great. This looks great. So, and and this is kind of a big deal. I was, I was actually talking about it earlier this morning that Ms. Marvel is a big deal because this is the first female solo lead in the MCU. We're talking about 10 years later. 
10 years later, and this is the first time we get a solo film that's based on a female character. So this is kind of important. This is like Wonder Woman. You know, this is kind of important for the MCU. So I don't see Marvel, Disney screwing this one up because this is kind of important because we have we have Black Widow after that. And so they can't, they're, they're kind of setting the, 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 the bar here, how our, our ladies are going to be owning people in the MCU. And so, not that they haven't already. I mean, Natasha's been doing it since Iron Man 2. So, so I'll just, it's, 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 it's a thing. It's really a thing. But, it, like, this is the first time this is a focusing on, on one of the ladies. We're getting more ladies of the MCU now. And, and like I said, Kevin Feige has also confirmed that Phase 4 is going to be more, there's going to be uh, some more balance on uh, appearances of the female variety, you know, owning the universe and rocking people of the MCU, which I, and I've already discussed the ones I want to see. I'm, I better see some Jen Walters in that dance. I better see me some She-Hulk. I'm writing, writing. I better see me some Spider-Woman, some Jessica Drew. We better, I'm writing if I don't get it. I better get it. I be, better get it. So anyways. <laughs> That's <laughs> sorry. I I'm like freshly energized this morning, so that's my feeling. I I'm excited. I'm very excited because of of, all, of my list of characters, of uh, female characters in the, in the in the Marvel universe. Carol Danvers is on like my top ten. You know, right up there next to. Do I have a top ten? I think I do have a ten. But right up there with She Hulk. Right up there with Jeannie Gray. Right up there with Black Widow. Right up there with I mean, uh, Gamora. I mean, we're 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 talking. We got we got the ladies, and I like some of these characters before the movies even came out. So we got we got ladies. Um, I, I Marrow's up there. I love Marrow. I I love Marrow when in the comics. I liked it when she was less gross. And I mean gross, like because if for those who haven't read X Men comic books before, Marrow is a Morlock. And Morlocks mean are mutants who were underground, like in the sewers, living in the sewers, and they were like almost like urban legends and stuff. But they're these are the mutants who are like too gross to be on the surface. Like they like they're formed, they're all messed up, and Marrow her powers has to do with bones. Her you know, bones grow out of her body, and to a certain degree she can't control it, but she can use she can break those bones off and use them as weapons. And in the comic book, she was rough. Like she had like she was missing hair. She had bones coming out of her head. She looked crazy. Eventually, they made her her. I mean, still crazy, but they gave her more hair. They made her a little little more ladylike. And she was, and when, and when they did that, I liked her. Then she was, I was like, okay. And then they made her too, too girly. And then I was mad after that because also now she's like, she's not the. She had, I don't mind that she had more control of her powers. I just liked her back in like the comic books when she was part of the X Men, and she's like, she's like rough and just kind of abrasive. But she liked Cannonball because Cannonball like had a hard crush on her, and Wolverine was training her how to be a good X Men. It was. I love those comics because she was always, she was rough, but she had a heart, and I love that about her. And, and I love the fact that, that there's one scene in the comic book that she, she wrapped her arms around uh, Sam, who is Cannonball, who we'll see in the New Mutants movie next year. And she felt she felt at home uh, around when she put her arms around him. You can see it in her face. She was one of those people who didn't want to show her soft side because. When you lived in the sewers, you had to be rough. And, but I loved her character, and I think she was really awesome. And I wish 
that she was, you know, maybe when the X-Men are, you know, finally in the MCU, they can introduce her a character. I loved her, and and I just, I just, I want, that's a character I want to see. I want to see Mero in there. So, but that, but that's what Phase 4 is going to be all about. It's going to give us an opportunity to get more of the female characters we know from the Marvel comic books that we like and that we want to see. And, you know, and so, and Captain Marvel next to, and also Captain Marvel and Black Widow are literally the, are spearheading that. And so we are going to be excited coming March, it's March 3rd, when... I, I just I just can't wait for her to go binary and just start handling fools. I just it's just excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. And it's just like because apparently this is a this is the cosmic being I was waiting for. I love crazy powerful cosmic beings. I may I put them in my own books. Uh, I I love seeing them in, in in movies. I love reading about them because they're larger than life. They really are. But they're and one of the things I've always liked about. Carol in the comics is that she's larger than life, but she, her when you read about her powers and like, man, she's crazy, she's larger than life, but she's sitting there in an apartment trying to make a rent. You know, I my I have it's still my favorite graphic novel of of Captain Marvel. It or excuse me, it was Ms. Marvel because she wasn't Captain Marvel yet. Is and it took place after the House of M phenomenon, and because in House of M she was like essentially the Superman of that universe, like everybody knew who she was. It was like it's Ms. Marvel, and she's like she's stopping crime. People are taking pictures of her; they're like excited. And then, and then when House of M was over, she went back to being who are you again? <laughs> and it was the it is the worst it is, it is the worst thing that happened to her. But it was the funniest thing ever because she's like, I want that back. And so you see most in this comic her trying to get that level of notor- uh, not notoriety, of fame, of fame in the comics, and it's just kind of like backfiring and stuff. And her best friend in the comics is Jessica Drew, who is Spider Woman, and I just want to see, I just want to see their interaction because they always, her, Jessica Jones, and Jessica Drew were all friends, and I want to see them, and I want to see Kristen Stewart play, no, not Stewart, um, Ritter, Kristen Ritter, uh, play Jessica Jones and her and Hellcat and Spider Woman. And, and Captain Marvel all having coffee, having a discussion about, so you fought Stiltman, and what did he say? He's like, he didn't know who I was. What? What? I love that. I, the, there's an, It's in the comic, and she's talking to Jessica about it. It's like, it's so good. I want that for, I want that. You know, we may not get that in the MCU because, like I said, she's Captain Marvel now, so she's bigger than life. I mean, she's, she's full on. I'm moving planets and punching giant titans in the mouth. So we may not get that, but I would love to have seen it. That's why Ms. Marvel's such a good story, because she wasn't that big yet. I mean, she was important, but she wasn't that big. She always needed help from the Avengers. Because in that comic, she's calling Captain America. She's getting help from the X-Men, from the Fantastic Four, you know, stuff like that. It's just like, it's one of those things where she's not where she's supposed to be. Now that she's Captain Marvel, people are looking to her like, what do we do? She is running things. And it's probably also why they get she's Captain Marvel now, because we need her to run things. You know, when you're fighting, you, you're going to fight Thanos. We need we need the best, the strongest and the best, and she's one of the best. So, yeah. So, I'm excited. I hope you guys are, too. We we are not that far away. We're like, we're, this is, what is this, the 5th of December. So, we're about we're a about little under three months away from Captain Marvel. And then, after that, we're about under six months away from Avengers 4. Five months. 
Five months. Yeah, five months. So we are we are counting down the end of phase three. Like literally, we have two or two movies away from the end of this phase. And so I hope you guys are excited. Tell me what you want from Captain Marvel. If you say personality, I'm gonna come and bite you. <laughs> because we know why she's lacking personality at this point. So this is a House of Darkner. This is real talk. You're gonna hear back from me either Friday after the Avengers Oh no, you're gonna no, you're gonna hear from me about the Avengers 4 trailer. You might, or should I, okay, should I do Avengers 4 and then do Spider-Man separately, or do should I do Avengers 4 and Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man is supposed to be, supposedly, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer comes out Saturday. You know what? No. You know what? We're going to do, we're going to do it separately, because Avengers 4 is going to be its own episode by itself, because there's so much, there's so many theories, rumors, ideas, leaked, supposed leaked information about Avengers 4, not just by the title, but the plot and everything that we've been trying to figure out. You know, is it really five years later? Is it, do we time travel? Where's what happened to Scott? I mean, there's so much. What's what's Clint doing? Did he lose his family? Is, is he Ronan in this movie? There's so much about Avengers Four. We don't know, and we're hoping that the trailer at least answers some of it. It doesn't have to answer all of it, but some of it. And so we, I think, I think, yeah, Friday. You're gonna hear from me Friday. We're gonna talk about Avengers Four. After I watch it like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 times. <laughs> so, once again, this is House of Darkness Real Talk, talking about Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. She's freaking awesome. Tell me what you want to see from her. Tell me what you liked about the trailer. Tell me what you didn't like about the trailer. Tell me what you didn't like about Brie Larson. Do you even like Brie Larson? I know people hate Brie Larson. Do you like Brie Larson? Do you hate Brie Larson? What's your favorite Brie Larson movie? Let me know. Do you like cappuccinos or not? Do you like mint chocolate chip? What's your favorite ice cream? We need to have a conversation. <sighs> All right. So you guys have a good morning. I'm going to go figure out what I'm going to have for breakfast because I haven't eaten breakfast yet. Maybe it's an energy drink. I have no idea. <laughs> this is the House of Darkness. You guys have a good one.